And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Gordy Zambrano, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network South and Central Texas listening area. You can hear this program every Monday at noon right here on your local GRN station online at grnonline.com or on the free Guadalupe Radio Network app. We're also streaming this program live on Facebook. If you're a part of our GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group, be sure to listen to us there. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We're grateful you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. On this program, we try to bring you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. On today's program, we'll be talking with Dan Seveney from Sanctus Ranch, president and co-founder, and we're going to be talking about their upcoming All Saints Festival as well as their upcoming retreats. That's going to be a great conversation. Dan's a good friend of ours, and I'm glad he's here in the station. Uh, the second part of our show will include another all-time favorite here at the Guadalupe Radio Network, Father Will Combs from St. Mary Magdalene. And, of course, we're going to be talking to him about Assembly 2023 that's coming up November third and fourth and we're also going to talk about his all saints day or he's going to talk to us about all saints day and he's going to talk to us about upcoming events over at saint mary magdalene so i'm looking forward to our discussions i'm thankful to our guests for coming on to the show but before we begin those conversations let's get today's program started the way we should do all things and that's in prayer and remember as we pray ask the lord to make his will known to you and for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So we begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us, our families, and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. I love that prayer. But uh, I want to uh, take a moment and just recap Everything that happened last week and this past weekend, this was a, uh, it was, a, it's been a great seven days. And, um, you know, it started with the Guadalupe Radio Network family, the, all the family, uh, through, throughout all parts of the United States. We went to Birmingham, Alabama for the EWTN. That's the mothership, Eternal Word Television Network. They had their, their radio conference and, you know, it was great to represent the Guadalupe Radio Network there with uh, 45 stations. We're the largest radio network under EWTN. And we also took an all-day tour of what Mother Angelica created over at, besides creating EWTN, Mother Angelica also created a shrine, the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament in Hansville, Alabama. It took us about 40, maybe 40 minutes from um, 
the EWTN uh, corporate office. And we also, after that tour, and, and I can go on for probably an hour talking about that tour, beautiful mass, the way mass should be done, adoration, confession. Uh, we also toured the, uh, the new, uh, Pope, uh, St. Pope John Paul, uh, shrine that they have. And, uh, I'll tell you what, if you get a chance, you need to go out to Hansville, Alabama and check out the shrine of the most blessed sacrament. It's just on beautiful holy land. And, uh, I had a great time being there and I know everybody else did. And then after the shrine, we went to a, um, we went to the studios at EWTN to, to uh, this was pretty cool. We taped a live show. It's EWTN Live with Father Mitch Pacwa, and he was interviewing uh, our Bishop Sis from the Diocese of San, D- San Angelo, which is right here, you know, down the street, which was pretty cool to, to see. Uh, uh, our GRN family was, of course, on, on TV, and, you know, a bunch of radio people being on TV. It was pretty cool to see, but um, that was a great time, and uh, thank you to Toya one of our founders for, you know, providing us and, and providing for us to go on this trip. It was so beautiful. She did a fantastic job just lining everything up from hotel to shuttles to tours. And uh, thank you very much to Toya. We, we really enjoyed it. Uh, yesterday, we did a, I'm sorry, Saturday, I did a live remote out in Fredericksburg for the Best Fest 2023 celebration. Great job by the Knights of Columbus out there at St. Mary's Parish. Thank you, Wes and Scott and Paul and all the kiddos that came on. It was pretty cool to have kids coming on air at the live remote. They all wanted to talk at the same time, but they did a great job. And I'll tell you what, we had a great time out there. There was a, it was a beautiful day and uh, the Knights do a fantastic job on, you know, making sure that event is successful, which I know it was. And thank you very much again to Wes and Scott for having us out there. Really loved it. Now I want to talk about what is coming up. There's a lot of galas. There's a lot of retreats coming up that you need to know about. Uh, one of them will start with Love Strong Marriage Gala. It is this weekend. And uh, you can go into lovestrongmarriage.com for more information on that. So again, that's the Love Strong Marriage Gala. It is this weekend. Another gala this weekend that is really cool and near and dear to our hearts is the Axe Missions Gala. And you can go into axemissions.org. It is this Saturday, October 28th. I just spoke with Deb Alanis, uh, the uh, director over there, and uh, her crew do a fantastic job. But my conversation this morning, I was like, hey, Deb, how are we looking on tables? She's like, there's only six left. So you definitely want to go on to axemissions.org and buy up those six tables. We want this event to be sold out. We love our acts. We love our axe missions. We love our retreats. We want to make sure we support this apostolate. So I thank you guys for going uh, on their uh, axemissions.org. And lastly is God's Comfort in Lost Marriage Couples Retreat. That is this weekend. It's uh, October 27th through the 29th. It will be at Sanctus Ranch. And uh, it, this is a great segue to my first guest, Dan Seventy, who's, a, like I said, a good friend of the GRN. And, uh, you know, Dan, I'm just so happy you came on. And I want to talk about everything Sanctus Ranch, all the retreats you have coming up. You know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> Let's start it off with that. Gordy, I'm excited to be with you again, and hello to everyone that's listening out there. Um, It is an exciting time. There's an awful lot that's going on up at the ranch and lots of retreats. The the God's Comfort and Loss retreat coming in this weekend. We're very excited to have them uh, on the the facility for the weekend. And then we have a bunch that's coming. Can you believe we're at the end of October? I can't believe it. And things are rolling. And so there's a lot to talk about today for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, Sanctus Ranch, I want you to tell our listeners, 
listeners a little bit about Song Tooth because you guys, you and Jen have done a fan and kids have done a fantastic job out there. I had the privilege of going out there for a birthday party, and um, it is just a wonderful place. Tell everybody about Sanctus and uh, what you guys do out there. We're very blessed. And for those that haven't been there, we're out in Pipe Creek, Texas. Uh, so we have 36 acres out in Pipe Creek, Texas. It was about uh, seven years ago that uh, we you know, had been feeling the Lord nudging us uh, that, right. uh, that a retreat center had to be built. And it had to be a place where people could retreat from the chaos of the world and, and encounter our Lord Jesus Christ at a, at a deeper level. And right. so we just felt that nudge and we started to look around and the Lord brought us to Pipe Creek. And so uh, Sanctus has been there for seven years, wow. about five and a half years. We've been running overnight retreats, typically every weekend. Uh, there's 60 to 100 folks that come wow. out and join us. Uh, my wife, Jennifer, does an amazing job with all she the does. food. If you're watching on the Facebook Live right now, you'll see I'm kind of a fat guy, so it proves the food's <laughs> good. Uh, but, you know, we have a great time, great folks. And, uh, you know, we've just been having great retreats throughout the fall. And then we got more stuff coming. Yeah. And Dan, you just, I, and I missed it two weeks ago. We had a wedding, but uh, how did uh, whis- uh, cigars? Whiskey, cigars, whiskey, and Jesus. Whiskey, cigars, yes, and Jesus. This was, uh, this was our third Whiskey, Cigars, and Jesus men's uh-huh. retreat. It was uh, super well attended. Uh, our good friend, Father Richard Gooden, was down from Kentucky again. Uh, his parish that he is pastor of is seven miles from Maker's Mark, so he knows a little bit about uh, whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, had a good friend of mine, Sean Posey, in to talk about cigars. But really, this was another opportunity to bring men together so that right. we can reclaim what we have for our social experiences but we drove super deep. It's time for men, women, but especially men. We've got to get solid about our faith. We've got to be prepared for what's coming. Uh, There'll be challenging times ahead as there always have been. And, uh, And we as men, we need to stand up and we need to be bold in our Catholicity. We need to be bold about our church and we need to stand for the truth. And that's what this last weekend was about. It was great to have just a packed house full of guys there. It was really a wonderful retreat. You had like 85 guys. In, yes, right? and, and we'll do it again next October. So if anyone's listening and they're like, wait a second, whiskey, cigars, Jesus, that sounds great. And yes, ladies, it is a real retreat. I get that phone call every year. Uh, it is a real retreat. But yeah. if you're looking for it, it's going to be the second weekend in October next year. You'll want to sign up because I think it'll fill up fast. Wow, you want to put that on your calendar. Now, before we start talking about all the events that you have coming up, which I know you have a lot of events coming up, Tell us what inspired you to start Sanctus. You know, it's uh, it really was one of those callings that we just felt that nudge of the Holy Spirit. And I was doing an awful lot with men's ministry and teen ministry, and we would go to different retreat centers. And, and I always had that little bit of a longing, and I said, gosh, you know, this is wonderful. We get away. But it seemed like sometimes the retreat centers were not in the best upkeep. Uh, the right. food was a little disappointing where I was trying to hit like Whataburger the moment we left the retreat center. <laughs> yeah. And so I just felt like there was something calling us to say, wait a second, we could use the gifts and talents that God's given both Jennifer and myself right. and uh, the voluntold kids. <laughs> we could use those talents <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and we could build a place where people could come and we could yeah. give our best to the Lord. You know, I, I truly believe that our, our churches and our schools and our retreat centers that are built for our Lord, they should be right. the best that we could possibly provide. So that's what we try to do at Sanctus Ranch. And, you know, we've really been blessed that the Lord uh, ha- hasn't necessarily paved everything in front of us. We haven't it's always rough. known exactly what's going to yeah. happen. There's been a lot of uh, depending 
totally on him, um, but right. we are blessed with what he's allowed us to do out there. Well, the Lord has uh, blessed uh, you and Jennifer entirely. I mean, when I went there, you know, and, and we got to tour uh, the chapel that you built and everything that's built out there, you built it with your own two hands. Yes, there were definitely a lot of folks that helped, a lot of different contractors in there, but it's yeah. been a great blessing to kind of be involved. So I am that guy that, you know, gets together and says, okay, on a napkin, this is what we're going to draw next, right. or this is what we're going to build next. And yeah. and then I'm the guy at midnight painting. Uh, so it's uh, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that have gone in out there. Um, but we're thrilled because when people now get to retreat out with us, whether it be for some of our day events or yeah. our weekend events or some of our programming, Anything that they get a chance to come out to, it's just a great blessing to see people have a little semblance of peace. Yeah. Uh, the Holy Spirit is able to reside with them. And uh, and if and if it touches one soul and we get one soul to heaven, mm-hmm. it was all worth it. Well, and the uh, comfortability of, of the retreat center is incredible. I, we toured the rooms, and the rooms are like five stars. <laughs> I mean, when I walked into the first room that you showed us, I, Patty and I were like, this is gorgeous and the break room that you have attached to the it's like a a five-star hotel well we're very blessed and and you know we should have comfortable things and we should have the very best for our lords we try well i'll tell you what and i want to encourage uh you know before we start talking about upcoming events i want to encourage anybody out there who's going to lead an axe retreat you know here in the near future uh maybe a director or co-director are trying to figure out where they're going to have it pipe creek is not far it is not far at all. When we drove out there, it was a beautiful drive, and it didn't take very long to get there. No, yeah, it's wonderful. It's one of the things that when Jen and I did feel this call, we were we were in the Holotus area. We were doing axe retreats. We were doing teen retreats. And very often what we would find is that the retreat centers we were utilizing, they were so far it was difficult for the priest to get right. out for confession or for people to come out for different events. And so we specifically kind of drew a little circle. We said, we want to be in this area. And yeah. so what's really nice for us is we're only a couple of roads out. You know, typically it's about 45 minutes here to the studio. Um, and right. you get just under the foothills uh, of the hill country and you can detach, but you didn't have to drive five hours to get there. Well, you know, my son, uh, when he did his teens retreat, we drove out to Kerrville, mm-hmm. you yes. know, and uh, it, it was a beautiful mass out there, you, you know, the candlelight mass. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Pipe Creek is much closer, but I mean, it is such a great getaway. It's a great getaway. Now, you've got events coming up. I want to make sure we cover this November 5th, All Saints Day Festival from noon to five. It's your fourth annual. It is. It is. We're very, very excited. This is something that uh, has been a great blessing. Uh, in addition to doing the overnight retreats, we've been able to have certain events like this. So right. it was four years ago we started our All Saints Day Festival. And this is an opportunity for families to come out, come out to Sanctus Ranch and to dress up as their favorite saint. learn about their favorite saint, enjoy some food that we have available for donations, spend a day in growing in holiness in your family. And Gordy, you know, we were talking a little bit before we came on today. This is what's needed in our world today. We need to emulate the lives of the saints, the holy people that have gone before us. We may not think that, uh, you know, I'm holy or you're holy or individuals are holy, but we always have someone that we can emulate. What was their prayer life? like 
Right. What, how did they treat their family? What was their mission? What did they do? And by reflecting on the lives of the saints, I think it's a great opportunity for us, especially our young folks. But don't forget, you know, moms and dads that are listening to oh, yeah. come out, be your favorite saint. Let people see that you. It's great because sometimes we have folks that bring out their cultural saints. You know, if they're right. Polish, they, you know, there's a lot of JP2s that start to come out. Sister Absolutely. Faustina that comes out, you know, <laughs> and so you'll see that. And, and it's really a great blessing to have all those folks well you know i went into your website sanctusranch.com and i was i was looking at the uh, pictures from last year's all uh, all saints day festival and there's a picture of a young man laying on a grill <laughs> above coals yes and if you know saint lawrence you know he's got the quote turn me over i'm done on this side amen and mm-hmm. i saw that and i was like that is so cool that is so appropriate and it make it helps people to understand who St. Lawrence was. Now you're going to have St. Boots. Tell us about the boots. Yes. So what we do, and anyone that's listening right now, maybe you don't have young children. You're thinking, gosh, All Saints Day Festival. That sounds great for folks that have young children or large families. But what about me? We are looking for folks, and every year we have people sign up, and they'll do a saint booth for us, where they will have a statue or an image of that saint. They'll tell a little bit of that saint's story. They might have a coloring page. They might have candy, some prayer card, holy card that they give away, so that as the kids come through the festival, we always give them like almost a bingo sheet where they got to get it stamped by every saint booth that they go out to. They go and learn about all these different saints uh, in addition to being dressed up themselves and so that's a great way to allow people to learn about their favorite saint there might be someone we all know from grn that's going to be helping us with a saint philomena tent uh there may be some other tents that are going to be coming uh so i really think uh, you know saint joan of arc might even be making an appearance she has before so there's a lot of a lot of ways that you can come and be part of this festival and we can bring some great holiness back in the midst of where sometimes, you know, our world is is not focused on the holy. Right. And we definitely need that. And what I like is uh, I was also reading that you can go dressed up as a saint. Absolutely. No, that is the whole idea. So <laughs> some of this, Gordy, just so you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, this was not something we did. You know, right. we were like everybody else. We just, we put all of our, all of our effort into Halloween and, you know, right. dressing up and doing all these other things. And that I always just felt like, gosh, why are we celebrating things that are not holy or that might not be holy. And so, you know, when my kids were young, we were blessed to be part of a parish back in New England Mm -hmm. uh, that every All Saints Day, they would dress up like their favorite saint. So the church would be full of all these little kids dressed as saints. There was nothing like it. And so when we moved down and we started Sanctus Ranch and we had this opportunity, we said, you know, I don't see this being done. Certainly not at a level that it could be. And so we decided, let's have this All Saints Day Festival So when people come flooding in, they start parking their cars and you see all these little kids and parents too. parents have gotten in on it. It's great. Jump out of these big vans. I don't know why everybody seems to show up in these huge sprinter vans. Uh I don't know where these big families are coming from, but (laughs) they show up and the kids start piling out and they all have their costume. You know, not only was it the great experience of that day, but they prepared for their costume. They read the story of their saint. They asked mom, hey, can you? help me dad hey can you help me can i get my my costume perfect so we have a costume contest we make a big deal out of everything and so it is totally a family event uh and i think it really does speak volumes people have told me in the past that 
it, it was a big impact on their family because, right. you know, every now and again, some of our kids wonder, are we the only ones that are that are thinking about the saints? Are there other kids like me? So it's great because we typically have hundreds and hundreds of folks around and uh, and then they're able to see that experience. Man, I love that. And then what about food wise? I know y'all, you and Jennifer always have. There's always food. food. So there will definitely be food available, fries and hot dogs and burgers and other things that are available. We do it all based on donations. So this is a free event. Come on out. If God has blessed you and you're able to contribute to help support what's going on. Awesome. But don't let that keep you from coming. So we have all of that that uh, that takes place. We'll even have um, some other games that they can win prizes at. And then this is my favorite part of the whole day. We'll have a couple of Saints skits, but my favorite part of the whole day is right around 3.30, 4 o'clock, we line all of the Saints up and they begin the procession. We have a Eucharistic procession. And so they lead Jesus into the chapel and we have a nice 15 minute, it's a bunch of little kids. So 15 minute adoration opportunity with our Lord. And it is just wonderful as we play the litany of saints and all the little saints are walking Jesus into the chapel. It's very, very beautiful, very holy. Well, the conference center, I, I know, is beautiful because that's where we had the party. But you also gave us a tour of the chapel. Yes, Regina Chapel has now been finished out. So we're very exciting. So everybody will be able to pile in there and we'll have Jesus in the monstrance. Uh, there'll be some incense. You know, it'll be uh, be nice and Catholic for us all. And, you know, I was uh, as we were doing the tour, you know, I've got a relic that I took. Mm-hmm. You've got first class relics. We're very blessed. Yes, there are relics on the altar. And so there, uh, it, it is a great blessing to have these holy men and women and have their relics there with us. And we know, uh, you know, by scripture and by, you know, what our priests tell us is, you know, you go and, and, and touch a, uh, a first class relic, you know, like I've got my St. Michael relic right here. Beautiful. Yes. I touched it. It ups the class and it <laughs> protects you from all evil from any attacks and i think as we were talking about that's what we need today and we need to show our kids that the protection comes from above and it comes from our lord and uh, there are ways to seek that uh, protection and i think when we took your uh, a tour of the chapel it was just so beautiful now i want to move on to your november 11th uh the being known Yes. Okay, so is it being known or? Well, so what we have is we have the Being Known Day Retreat. Now, this is, as you mentioned, November 11th. This is for married and engaged couples. Um, We have built an assessment called To Be Known. That's Mm -hmm. the name of the assessment. And that assessment is for married couples or engaged couples to take. And it talks about your particular behaviors and your motivations and where you're at in your love languages and your family of origin. And so what we do with this assessment is an opportunity for husband and wife to take this list of questions and then it prints out a report for them to sit with side by side and figure out, oh, wait, why am I different? You know, for Jennifer and I, I'm an aggressive, take charge, highly dominant individual. I know, shocking. (laughs) And my wife and I, we have conflict every now and again because she needs a little more time to process. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It's actually good. She saved us from some other things. I would have jumped off a bunch of cliffs that I didn't. (laughs) She's Um, your balance. She's the balance. And so this married couples day retreat is a little bit unique. You know, there are a lot of day retreats for your marriage that are wonderful. Could be in times of crisis or other things. It could be the different person that's presenting to give you some ideas on marriage. This one's a little bit different. What we do is you sit there with your spouse or, you know, uh, your, your fiance. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. uh, and you sit there and we talk through the parts of the assessment, give you some little insights that we have, right. and then you'll be able to work that together with you. So I do this uh, this day retreat myself, and then Father John Jenkins from Our Lady of the Atonement will right. be out with us again, and he'll talk about it as he has a unique perspective as a married priest with three young children. He right. can talk about how that works in the holiness of your family, and so it's a great opportunity for you to just take a day away for your marriage right. and to learn more about each other so that you can move forward strengthened in your relationship. And before we move forward with the tease on retreat to Bethlehem, I want to invite people to come out to mass. Absolutely. Yes. They're welcome to come out for any of the retreats that they have um, any weekend on, uh, on all saints day. There'll also be a mass at 11 o'clock for those that would like to come out for that particular retreat. Right. So anytime, come on out and do that. Um, so again, that all saints day is the November 5th right. and you can find all the information about that at sanctusranch.com. And then also you can, find in the events section uh, under uh, the events. You'll see the part for To Be Known, the Married Couples Day Retreat that you can register for both. We actually ask you, please do register for both. That just helps us prepare for food. And certainly for the Married Couples event, there is an assessment that you take before you come Ah, to the weekend as well. Okay. And they want to go to sanctusranch.com. That's and they correct. Can see all that. Put that as one of your favorites. Start. There you go. There you because go. Because there's Check it so out. much going on. There's so much coming up. Give us a, well, we've got a couple of minutes. Give us a tease on the retreat to Bethlehem. Well, and as we were talking, like, can you believe we're coming up to Advent already? Wow, it's amazing. So, you know, once we see All Saints Day coming in the horizon, you know that the liturgical <laughs> calendar is rolling right you now. got that right. And so last year was the very first year that we had uh, this great experience called Retreat to Bethlehem. People came out to Sanctus Ranch right. for a couple of evenings. And, uh, you know, Retreat to Bethlehem came about because... Much like, uh, you know, we focus heavily on Halloween versus right. All Saints Day. And I think as Catholics, we should reclaim that. Right. We need to reclaim Advent. You know, the, the, the secular world just pushes us right into Christmas, into the secular version of Christmas, and we miss out on so much. Advent is there. Uh, you know, the, the tradition of the Catholic Church, these holy men and women, they have celebrated Advent as that penitential time where we right. prepare for the arrival of the Messiah. Right. So at Retreat to Bethlehem, what we do, it's an opportunity for you to come out we take you through an entire experience of Bethlehem where you meet the shopkeepers and the innkeepers and the tax collectors, Mary, Joseph, uh, the three wise men. And all of the monologue stories are about the anticipation of the Messiah's arrival. Absolutely. It's a great experience for families to come out and to enter into what it was like to anticipate the Messiah. We need to do the same thing as we prepare for Christmas. So be on the lookout for that. I will tease the dates. There you go. It will be Friday and Saturday, December 8th and December 9th, and then Friday and Saturday, December 15th and the 16th. It will, we'll start releasing the ability for you to buy tickets on November 1st, and you'll be able to do that through the website of sanctusranch.com, or you can go directly to the website of to2bethlehem.com. T-O-2Bethlehem.org. That's right. Dan, thank you so much for coming on. I know uh, our listeners are going to go into SanctusRanch.com, check out everything you've got coming up, uh, and register, sign up. 
Take your family out there. Take a trip out to Pipe Creep. It'll be well worth your time. Dan, thanks again. Blessings to you, your family, and Sanctus friends. God bless you, Gordy. Thanks so much. You got it. We'll be right back. Listeners, hang tight. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. One word of advice that we hear from couples with great marriages is to make a regular date night a priority. Spending dedicated time alone with your spouse is an essential foundation for a vibrant marriage. Date night's a time for busy couples to look at each other and say, I remember you. We know making time for each other can be hard, especially when there are children around, but that's actually when it's most important. Never allow your children or busy schedules to become an excuse for not prioritizing your marriage. When we had young children, sometimes on a Friday night, one of us would put the kids to bed and the other would set up the living room with candles and flowers and fun food. Or we would ask friends to watch our kids and we would do the same for them. Or we would get up early and spend an hour or so alone before the children woke up. There are many ways that you can carve out time to focus on your relationship, but you have to be intentional. For more information about our next virtual date night, join our newsletter at MessyFamilyMinute.org. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. What is a fanatic? Well, have you ever heard someone defending animal rights as if they have completely forgotten about human rights? G.K. Chesterton says that is a perfect example of a fanatic. Someone with a sense of a particular truth that is too strong for his sense of the universal truth. He will invoke even cruelty to prevent cruelty to animals. Later, he may even invoke cruelty to animals to prevent cruelty to pit ponies. It is not merely that he has kept one thing and lost a thousand things. He has lost the basis even of the one thing. For a man cannot long remain right without a reason. We must accept all the universal truths so that we don't go off balance with one particular truth. And where do we find the perfect balance of all universal truths? In the Catholic Church. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org And we are back. Thank you, everybody, from from me to you for listening. This is the Guadalupe Radio Networks in his vineyard. I'm Gordy Zambrano, your general manager for South and Central Texas. I want to thank you again for listening. And just a reminder, you can go join our Facebook uh, group page at GRN South and Central Texas. And as a reminder, if you have an event coming up, uh, Please get in touch with us. We can help build awareness about your event. And uh, I know Father Will, who's in the studio right now, we do a lot for St. Mary Magdalene. We do a lot for other parishes. And we do what's called PSA, promotional um, uh, announcements. And I'll tell you what, those PSAs help very much. And I want to thank Dan Seventy for coming in from Sanctus Ranch. And uh, definitely want to encourage everybody to go into SanctusRanch.com. They have a lot of events coming up, as we uh, just described. And you know, besides events, I mean, you might want to take a look at the uh, website and take a look at the retreat center because it is just simply gorgeous. It is a place to go. Your family is welcome. Pipe Creek is not very far from here. And I know Dan would appreciate that. So go into SanctusRanch.com 
and check out all the events that are coming up. So our next guest is Father Will Combs from St. Mary Magdalene. He's got a lot to talk to us about, a lot to, you know, tell us about what's coming up at the parish. We're going to talk about Assembly 2023. And so with that said, Father, how are you doing today? Gordy, thank you. And thank you for inviting me. And thanks be to God for Guadalupe Radio Station. Real privilege to be here. I'm sure. so glad uh, you, you come on our show. You're always welcome here. But can you lead us in prayer? Of course. Yes, indeed. If everyone can join me, please, let's call on the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We need you. We beg you. We beg you to, to fill the church with your glory and renew the face of the earth. Eternal Father, we offer you your Son, our Savior, conceived and born from the Virgin and grew in wisdom and age and grace, baptized, and for three years revealing the kingdom of heaven on earth and the fullness of your divine love, Heavenly Father, by the gift of your Son, crucified, risen, and glorified at your right hand. So we pray, Father God, in the name of your Son, Jesus, release the Holy Spirit upon this this time uh, of sharing the good news about the saints and all the great events, Lord, that you have for the church to build up in your good news. And we thank you, Jesus, as we honor your presence in our midst. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Father. That was beautiful. And like I said, we we love having you in the studio. And, mm-hmm. you know, we love when you come on because St. Mary Magdalene always has so much going on. And that's what we're here for, to promote our, our parishes, to promote our vocations. But I wanted to talk to you specifically about All Saints Day and tell us a little bit about what's going on with uh, maybe what your parish is doing and, sure, and a little bit about All Saints Day. All Saints Day, thank you. Yeah, great great joy to, to share about the good news. And, you know, the good news keeps getting better and better yes, and better. And this is the good news, the, the communion of saints. So perhaps we all remember our first communion, but can you imagine our ultimate communion? The ultimate communion is everlasting communion to join the communion of saints. There's only one tragedy in this world, and that's not to become a saint. Uh, we're all called to be saints. A saint means holy. It's not just are you saved, is also, are you holy? We're called to be holy. We're called to join the communion of saints. And we see such an important role they, they play in the church today. That um, So we have these three days. We have August 31st, November 1st, and then November 2nd. So, you know, October 31st, Halloween. Uh, <laughs> November 1st, All Saints Day, which is the All Hallows Day. Right. And then, of course, November 2nd is All Souls Day. And in, in a sense, these three days really reveal the three states of the church. You know, we read about that in the Catechism. Um, catechism uh, nine, uh, catechism here is 2683 speaks about that, um, the three states. Oh, I got it all wrong. But anyways, here we go. It's, uh, paragraph 954 speaks about that the church is the, the militant church and the suffering church and the glorified church. And go. so, you know, we really do see the militant church on Halloween as we do faddle. You know, of course, it means all Hallows Eve, but over the years, there was a more and more trying to, prove that we're stronger than all these witches and goblins. And so we, we started to flirt with the evil one. And so it's really become often a day uh, um, uh, for the, uh, the occult. And we right. are in a major battle between good and evil. And so the militant church today, uh, and a reminder of the, the fires of hell that unfortunately some people are choosing. Uh, and so we need, we need a great army to join us. So we have the next day, which is the All Hallows Day, All Saints Day. And then... Finally, is the next day is All Souls Day, which is a reminder of purgatory, that the suffering church. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a sense, uh, uh, All Saints Day is a reminder of divine mercy that endures forever. And All Souls Day is a reminder of divine justice, uh, the price that we often are, are called to pay because of our sins. And ultimately, there's only one who can pay. 
and that's Jesus. And he pays with the gift of his, the price of his own body and blood. And we're called to conform and truly become members of his body. To be a full living member of the body of Christ means to become a saint. And I hope everyone who's listening has this tremendous fire of desire, the Holy Spirit working in you, this desire to become a saint. The church needs you. And, you know, Father, you mentioned, you know, we, we all have the ability to become a saint, right? And the calling. And the calling. The vocation, so, yeah. You know, what, what do we do as lay people to maybe get on that road and start traveling down that road to sainthood? Sure, of course, absolutely. It definitely begins with desire. It's, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus you know, begins his whole, you know, public ministry in John chapter 1 by turning around to two followers who are following him and says, what are you looking for? You know, and at the end of his three years, we see in Jer- Jericho, he, he turns to Bartimaeus and says, what do you want? And it's really, these are universal questions to all of us. We've got to really ask ourselves, what, you know, what do we really want? A purification of our desires. And we're definitely living in a time that we're very much distracted, where we're distracted by so much hypermedia um, and constant instant gratification. We're overstimulated and we're very distracted. And we really have to learn the silences. So the saints speak about the silences, to silence our senses, to silence our, our thoughts, our words, our actions, our relations. The, the gift of what the saints call mental prayer, of this filling our mind with the thoughts of God, to think God. We were familiar with that big, huge billboard. Yep. That's called meditation. <laughs> and then to fill our hearts with this contemplation, uh, this, this conversation with God, yeah. pondering and treasuring and really seeking what is the will of God. And then finally with our bodies, making agreement to do the will of God. So we, we pray as we live, we live as we pray. Prayer ultimately leads to petition and intercession because we realize in our humility how poor we are. We cannot be saints without God. We cannot be the image and likeness of God without God. We need God. Right. And that's the humility that's often lacking in our world today. And as Catholics, you know, we have the uh, gift of the sacraments. And yes. one of those beautiful gifts is uh, um, is going through, um, you know, confession. Yes. Right? And yes. so I think as we start, you know, our journeys, I mean, we have to cleanse our soul. And like yes. you said, there's so much going on in the world. Our, our I guess, our attention has our attention span has really shrunk. Yeah. And so, you know, what do you say to those who are, you know, maybe going through a hard time right now? What, what, what's your advice to them? You know, when I was driving here, of course, there's so much construction yeah. going on and, and it gives, it gives me time to really just ponder and treasure to read the signs of the times, you know, and I, what came to me is among the many gifts and graces, uh, in fact, scripture speaks, uh, Jesus speaks about storing up treasures in heaven. And that's what we see in the saints. These wonderful treasures in heaven are the saints. And the saints are full of virtues. To really be the image and likeness of God, to be like God, it means to be virtuous, mm-hmm. to be full of virtue. And often a, a, a forgotten virtue that's much needed today is the virtue of detachment. To be detached, what often, uh, including San Antonio, speaks of as poverty, voluntary poverty. In fact, he, he San Antonio, this great saint, is it? What a wonderful city we're living in here in San Antonio. Um, and, and, and San Antonio, Saint Anthony of Padua says, yeah. you know that that Jesus had all the treasures in heaven except for one, and for that one treasure, he came down to earth seeking that one treasure, and that one treasure is poverty. It's blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the needy. And when we're poor, when we're detached of all the securities that this world can promise, we're needy, we're needy for God. And so we ask and we receive, we seek and we find, we knock and we enter into the kingdom of heaven. 
So detachment, I would say that's a great, great virtue to pray for today is learning. Yes, it is it's a painful process to let go of our phone, to let go of all the the gluttony, the greed, the laziness, the lust, you know, the pride, the envy that comes with being so attached to things of this world that's passing away. You know, John, the, the beloved disciple, the evangelist says in, in his first letter, chapter two, that, you know, the, the passion and the desires of this world is passing away. But those who do the will of God will live forever. That ultimately we only have one desire, Gordy, and that's to do the will of God. That's right. You know, and I was, I was talking to my son about his saint, St. Saint Stephen, his mm-hmm. name's Stephen. And so he said, Dad, do I pray to St. Stephen? I said, no, you, you ask St. Stephen to help you. But we don't pray to saints, right? Well, certainly we can pray to saints in the sense that between St. Stephen and your son Stephen is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, between Blessed Mother Mary and ourselves is the Holy Spirit. You know, even between Jesus and us is the Holy Spirit. It's only in the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, we have access to heaven. So actually, Catechism speaks about praying with Mary and to Mary. And so obviously we're praying to Mary that she may pray for us and pray with us and in us. So, but certainly praying the ultimate two, all prayers go to the Father. You know, so that in that sense, you are correct. That's right. All prayer goes to the Father, but certainly through the prayers and intercessions of the saints. That's what we read, if I can. Yes. Here's a quote from Revelations chapter 5, verse 8, that says the 24 elders, you know, had the had golden bowls in their hands, which were full of incense, which was the prayers of the saints. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the catechism speaks about that this is the most excellent ministry uh, that the saints finally possess in heaven, which is the ministry of intercession. Certainly, we don't have to wait to heaven to, to intercede. That is the most excellent ministry, is to stand in the gap and pray on behalf of others. I know so many gifts and graces come to me through the prayers of others, including the saints. Jesus speaks about make friends with, you know, while you have... Because when the money runs out, you may have a dwelling place in heaven. And so make friends among the saints. Yeah. Father, well, that's, that's perfectly said. And, you know, like I've, I've got, I was born on September 29th, the oh, Archangels. Archangels. So yeah. St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael. Amen. Is it okay to have favorite saints? Of course. You know, and, and so <laughs> I, my favorite time of day, of course, is early in the morning. If you're all morning people, I, I recommend it, uh, you know, become a morning person because it's just a great time to pray. Of course, Jesus speaks about this great treasure. You know, when you pray, pray in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And the reward of this prayer is the Holy Spirit, you know. So I love to ponder and treasure with the Holy Spirit. There's nine choirs of angels. You know, the seraphim, the cherubim, the thrones, the dominions, the virtues, the powers, the principalities, the archangels, our guardian angels, right? These nine choirs. So can you ponder and treasure with me? Let's ask the Holy Spirit. What about the nine choirs of saints? So if you can just treasure with me for a moment, I hope I'm not going too long. You no, can just you go you, as long you, as you want, Father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> yes, I love to preach, as some people know. Uh, my poor parishioners. I, it's, it's always <laughs> tough to say amen at the end of a gospel homily. So the nine choirs of, of angels and then the nine choirs of saints. This is part of my, my daily Eucharistic adoration time. So you can imagine, here's the Eucharist. 
And around the Eucharist are the angels and the saints. So let's ponder and treasure and ask them. And so I am a beggar. Certainly I'm begging my guardian angel. Certainly the Holy Spirit first and foremost. And then I'm asking the nine choirs of angels. And I'm also asking the nine choirs of saints to pray with me to help me magnify the lord you know and we can never (laughs) scripture says we can never praise him enough you know we we have a huge debt of of gratitude we owe god it is right and just always and everywhere a duty in our salvation to give god thanks who can help us give thanks and praise to our awesome god everything is a gift you know i'm just absolutely amazed by creation with eyes to see all of creation is a revelation. Our Father is passionately in love with you. He's in love with us. And to have these contemplative eyes and then realize how much we're loved. How could you not but beg help from heaven? Heaven, help me worship and praise my awesome God. Because the good news keeps getting better and better and better. And the more we magnify the Lord, the more great, the greater He is, you know, in our lives. So the, so the, the nine choirs, the nine choirs of saints, you know, and this is an invitation is, is is first is uh peter and the apostles and matthew and the evangelists and then saint augustine saint thomas and the doctors and the fathers of the church and i could add saint john paul ii i mean these right. great you know right. teachers and fathers of of our faith right that's that's the first choir the second choir is saint stephen Saint Stephen, the, <laughs> the, the martyr, right? Yeah. And uh, Saint Maria Goretti and Saint Maximilian Kolbe and the virgins and the martyrs. That's the second choir. Okay. Third choir is uh, Saint John the Baptist and all the prophets, uh, the mystics, uh, San Juan Diego and Saint Faustina oh. and all the, the visionaries yeah. and these victim souls that offer themselves, right? And that we indeed may repent and be saved. And then you have the, that's the third choir. So the fourth choir is uh, Saint John the Evangelist and all those founders and reformers of communities like Saint Benedict, Saint Scholastica, Saint Bernard, Saint Saint uh, Francis, uh, Saint Dominic, Saint Claire, Saint Ignatius of Loyola. And you know, it's, it's a joy of mentioning these names. There's yes. each one is another treasure, another nugget, you know, friends in heaven. Yeah. That's the fourth choir. The, the fifth choir is Saint Mary Magdalene. And th- these are the religious. And the consecrated, uh, the penitents, uh, the uh, monks and nuns and hermits. And so we can add the list of St. Teresa of Avila and St. Catherine of Siena, St. John of the Cross, St. Therese. These, the these, Sioux, we, yeah. and saint, yeah. these wonderful, wonderful saints and treasures, right? The consecrated life. And then comes uh, St. Martha. And all the servants of justice and mercy and the poor with their great hospitality. Certainly St. Peter Claver, who helped among the slaves. St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, you know. And uh, uh, St. Damien among the lepers. And it's just this great, great saints. And go on and on, these great servants of the poor. That's that's the uh, sixth choir. Then the seventh choir is St. Paul and missionaries. And great preachers. So we can think of St. Anthony of Padua and St. Francis of Xavier, St. Bernardine. Today is the feast of San Juan Capistrano. Great preachers, you know, of of the faith, you know, and pray for us. And even Venerable Patrick Payton. I love him traveling around the world, gathering millions to pray the rosary. Pray for us. You know, these these wonderful friends we have and have this wonderful choir. The the eighth choir is St. Barnabas. And all the encouragers, that is all the pastors and confessors 
and catechists and structures of the faith like St. Padre Pio, yeah. St. John Vianney, um, even venerable uh, Fulton Sheen, great teacher, pastor of the faith, yeah. you know, pray for us. And then finally, with our Blessed Mother Mary and St. Joseph, all married couples, and also the uh, was like married couples like well, St. Monica, Mm-hmm. Saint Zelie and, and Louis uh, Martin, the, the parents of Saint Therese, uh, uh, Saint Franz Jagerslater. I love him. He was a father who obeyed his conscience and defied the Nazis. I mean, these are great stories. Oh, I mean, wow. we can go, I just, I, I wish you could talk to the night. I, I, mean, I know, I know. <laughs> these are great. These are great treasures we have, you know. Yeah. And we're actually rich. We're very rich. And finally, part of this last category, this ninth choir, are the the children. The like we can think of Saint Jacinta and Saint Francisco Marto, you know, and and San Jose Luis Sanchez del Rio at the age of twelve, sacrificing his blood. You know, Viva Cristo Rey. Uh, Blessed Pierre Giorgio, or Blessed Carlo Acutis. These are great treasures. These are my heroes. Yeah. As a little kid, I used to collect baseball cards, you know. So now I have this book. It's called, you know, Give Us This Day. And every day there's another saint. It's only like three paragraphs long. Uh-huh. And it's great. So today is the adorers of the blood of Christ. These were martyrs in Liberia in 1992. I never heard about them until this morning. You know, so we're, we're so blessed. Yeah. You know, to be Catholic, we got 2,000 year history of the Holy Spirit that makes saints. Well, Father, I, I don't even want to cut you off because you're, such, you're on yeah. such a roll, but yeah, I mean, it is so beautiful and yeah. to know, and as you're describing all the saints and the different, you know, choirs, it's like you are lighting up. Yeah, I'm Your lighting up. Your face is exactly, just exactly. glowing. We got great friends. Yeah, we really do. And so I love that. So as we celebrate, you know, All Saints Day, um, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, we are in prayer, right? Yes. In prayer and, yes. uh, you know, that we are, uh, you know, praying to God and, and thanking God for the saints yes. that he has given to us. Yes. Yes, and that's so, right. They're wonderful. It's a great revelation that God really loves us. He really loves you and he wants to give you this gift. And, and so you become a gift. You become a saint. We join. The, so we, the saints are intercessors. They're our example. And also number three is their writings. And so to read the writings of the saints in, tremendously inspire us. And all, they also humble us, right. <laughs> chastise us right. of how much we uh, still lack in this call to be holy. Now, do you agree that we should all have a favorite, favorite saint? That uh, yes and no. <laughs> As you see, I had a nice long list. They were all my favorites. I, I know. Just, they're all favorites. So in that sense, no. I mean, obviously, uh, Blessed Mother's in a whole different category. I mean, oh, yeah. she's she's fully human. She's, she's not divine. But uh, there's no contradiction between the human will of Mary and the divine will of God. This is right. profound. And that's what we're called to. We're called to truly conform our own human free will to the divine will of God. Yeah. And that's what I, I, again, I love about our Blessed Mother and all our saints. So definitely my favorite saints are those who conform so well to the will of God. You know, and you, you talked about intercession. I know when, when I was looking for a job, you know, I, I was praying to St. Joseph. The workman. Yeah, I love you, St. Joseph. And, you know, we really need St. Joseph now. I mean, thanks to, you know, Father Don Calloway and others like him. We have really been promoting recently St. Joseph. Yeah. And he is so much. We need men. The, the church is great, desperately in need of men. And the church needs to change to be aware of the needs of men. And often the church is unaware of the needs of men. And we have these great saints like St. Joseph to remind us right. to, to raise up men of virtue, men of God. 
Now, I want to, uh, before we run out, uh, run out of time, I want to make sure that we cover, you know, the Assembly 2023. We just had uh, Adamola Elliott from the Archdiocese on right. our show, yeah. and she was talking about November 3rd and 4th. Of course, November 3rd is by parish. That's right. And yes. November 4th is uh, over at St. Mary's University, but I want to make sure that I give you time to talk about what your parish is doing for uh, Assembly 2023. Sure. Thank you. Thanks, be to God. And thanks, be to God. We're having this Eucharistic renewal, you know, what other yes. uh, dioceses called a revival, but certainly a renewal of our devotion, our love to Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. As the Catechism says, as the Second Vatican Council speaks, that the Eucharist is the source, the summit, and the center of our life, our Christian life. And uh, yeah, we really need to constantly renew, revive, and activate um, our first love. Again, what do you want, Jesus is asking. And ultimately, want? our response is, Jesus, I want you. <laughs> Whatever you want, I will be done. And that's why yeah, the great revelation of God's love is, is most, the greatest creation is God himself, who became right. one of us, saying, this is my body. In a sense, that's the new creation. That's the new Big Bang. The Big Bang that happened at the beginning of creation, let there be light, there was light. And then the light became flesh and dwelt among us, right. saying, this is my body. And that great Big Bang explosion from the Last Supper has continued for 2,000 years, going to the ends of the earth, even to San Antonio, at every wow. single Mass. You know, Jesus is fully present through the real presence right. of Christ. You know, right. And these are the words that Archbishop Gustavo and, and, and certainly the whole Archdiocese with this assembly is promoting the source, the summit of our liturgy and of our life is the Eucharist. So yes, on Friday nights, every parish will be meeting in their parish together as a parish gathering right. to renew and, and increase their devotion, their love, their zeal for Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. And so we're, we're blessed to have a, a very great zealous crew. That's So we're going to have Eucharistic adoration in our parking lot. You know? oh, nice. We're going to begin at 630, you oh. know, with the um, little procession. And then of course, with all the praise and worship adoration, and then we'll enter into meditation and then finally intercession petition certainly have the sacred times of silence uh english and spanish back and forth and then we'll have the final you know procession around the church with the with the eucharist and, and with holy mass so uh yes the only problem for me is it'll be too short because yeah. i mean i mean we're, just, we're, we're talking about heaven i mean communion ultimately means right. the communion of the saints to receive communion is to receive heaven he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal mm -hmm. life. We are eating and drinking eternity, eternal life, where we're eating and drinking mass. And so I love the Holy Mass, you know? I love it. Just a funny story with my Catholic school kids. I says, kids, isn't this great? Isn't the mass wonderful? I got good news. And mass in heaven, the mass is forever. Yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. the choir kids said, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like, no way. No. <laughs> so obviously, it's it's we we as we grow you know we we're, we're so attached yeah. to our little toys yeah. but we got to learn to be detached yeah. you know that wonderful story of the little girl who's so attached to her plastic pearls and every night dad's saying you know if you love daddy give give daddy your plastic pearls and she cries and says no dad no. you can take this you know the teddy bear and yeah. finally the day comes where she's crying saying here dad take my plastic pearls and out of oh. his heart comes real pearls you know oh, okay. god wants to give he us real pearl, real joy you That's know right. a joy that endures forever and really is the desire of our heart we got hunger in our stomachs Absolutely. we also got hunger in our hearts and that hunger in our heart is 
is for heaven. So this 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 Friday night is a way of preparing certainly for we it's in a great being Catholic. We are one. You know, we are one holy Catholic apostolic church. So it's really important then, thanks Archbishop Gustavo, we're having these times to truly yes. come together as one. And it'll be one mass. It'll be bilingual all together, perhaps other languages as well. And really the language of the Holy Spirit to come and worship our Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. And we're, we're blessed to have uh, some great speakers, Cardinal Joseph Tobin from yes. uh, Newark. I'm from New Jersey. So it'll be kind of fun nice. to have him come. And then Father Fernando Torres from San Luis Potosi. He's now in uh, Del, uh, uh, Mexico City. And he's a missionary um, servant, the most uh, uh, um, missionary servant of the Holy Spirit. So it'd be great to have these speakers come, English and Spanish. And then, again, I don't know if I'm kind of repeating what uh, You're good. Adelaide said, but then we'll have moments of encounter where you can choose, you know, in different workshops, charity and service, marriage and family, liturgy, young adults and, and vocation. And right. it's really important then that as we, you know, fix our eyes on Jesus Christ, the source, the summit, the center of our life in the Eucharist, then we, we explore them with all the different aspects right. of our faith and morals. Father, thank you so much for coming. I know we've got like one minute. Can you take us out in prayer? Oh, wow. Yeah, time's up. Okay. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all the listeners. I thank you for the gift of our faith that truly makes us one. So pour out your Holy Spirit that the good news you've begun in us, you may bring to completion and perfection with all the communion of saints, that we may worship Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Holy Eucharist now and forever. And may Almighty God bless you, bless us on the way. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Father. I love having you on the show. I could listen to you for, <laughs> for hours, but what I want to, I, I would be remiss if I don't mention your Knights of Columbus is having a brisket plate sale. I want to make sure they get this Sunday, November 5th from noon to 4 p.m. It's $12 a plate. And I know the food at St. Mary Magdalene is fantastic because I've had it, but you're going to get brisket, sausage, rice, beans, and potato salad and a tea. And it's all in Jubilee Hall, which I love Jubilee Hall. Yeah. When I went to the 500 men march, which you have done a great job with, I ate some fideo that was out of this world. <laughs> I so think, I thank you, I'm Father, great. for everything that you do for us, what yeah. you do for your parish, what you do for the archdiocese. You're a true blessing, and you're always welcome to come on in his vineyard. Oh, you're kind. Thank you, Cody. God bless you, Father. Yeah. Well, that's the end of our show, and uh, I want to thank Father Will Combs for coming on, and, of course, Dan Seventy out at uh, from Sanctus Ranch. And uh, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, everybody has a great week, a blessed week, and stay in prayer. And may God bless each and every one of you. Amen. Hi, Julie Carrick here. I am delighted to be the host of We Sing Our Faith. This weekly program shares beautiful Catholic music and deep insights of many Catholic teachings. Join me on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock Central Time for We Sing Our Faith. Here on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock Central Time, we sing our faith. Do you have confidence that your OBGYN or therapist provides the highest quality care? Are you looking for an OBGYN or therapist whose practice is in line with church teaching? Dignity Women's Center offers women's health care and professional counseling. You can learn more about Dr. Stephen and Amber Pilkington at 210-593-4392 or online at DignityWomenCenter.com. Dignity Women's Center, focused on the dignity of women, centered on the love of Christ. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. 
What is a fanatic? Well, have you ever heard someone defending animal rights as if they have completely forgotten about human rights? G.K. Chesterton says that is a perfect example of a fanatic. Someone with a sense of a particular truth that is too strong for his sense of the universal truth. He will invoke even cruelty to prevent cruelty to animals. Later, he may even invoke cruelty to animals to prevent cruelty to pit ponies. It is not merely that he has kept one thing and lost a thousand things. He has lost the basis even of the one thing. For a man cannot long remain right without a reason. We must accept all the universal truths so that we don't go off balance with one particular truth. And where do we find the perfect balance of all universal truths? In the Catholic Church. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Serving God's holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. This is KJMA 89.7 FM, Floresville, San Antonio. Also online at grnonline.com. Your destination for Catholic radio.